Gentlemen and Patrick, this is the Administration Podcast. Welcome to Week 10. All right, fellas, uh, it's time to talk football here. Week 9 matchups in the books. We're, I, it's hard to believe that we're, we're on the eve of, actually, on the night of, start of Week 10. Um, here to review... Week 9 matchups, uh, this is a juicy matchup to me, one that I think was very important, especially for the Godfather, uh, going up against Joaquin Rovers, uh, big game, Godfather pulls out the win, 131-115, to Godfather moves to league best um, with a 16-point victory, uh, some would say that it was quite shocking, especially with Thielen with 0 points, so that's a big win. Uh, for Godfather, and um, despite that, Zero still overcomes a really powerful Rovers team. Um, I know his all-play record isn't great. His points four aren't great, but he's finding a way to get it done um, and, and beats a big heavy hitter with the Rovers this week. Ugh, this next one, I needed Cloud9 to win bad, but they got trounced. 65-point loss. Mike Evans continues to be a stud, and Pelicans... Turn and corner, solid team up and down. Everyone had about 13 points. Pelicans look playoff bound. Cloud nine, reeling a little bit. That brings us third matchup of the week. Greenhouse gets a much-needed victory over the Burn Boys as we inch closer to the playoffs. He's back to a share of first place in the Packer division at 7-2. and two. And the Burn Boys, epic struggle at tight end. He has 27 points out wow. of the starting position on the year. Three points per week, and he's had three donuts. That's incredible. That's an amazing stat. Buffalo Bergs versus Green Street. Not not much uh, to mention here, but um, Buffalo Bergs stays two games back in the Albert Division, which is really going to be, I, I think maybe hopefully we, we spin some of these um, situations out and the playoffs implications for these teams. But I think he stays alive with a, a huge 90-point whopping victory over Green Street Hooligans. Something we expected, but um, Tyler Lockett showing out with 40 points in Week 9 is, is something to to behold and something to hopefully hold on to for the next couple weeks here. I think he's been a top-five wide receiver this year. Josh Gordon obviously being picked up by the Seahawks, but uh, that was his most out of any receiver position on the year. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Next, we had uh, probably the upset of the week. Koala Killers knock off Humpty. The defending champ continues to struggle. And, and what we see on his squad is a lot of good players, and he's picking the wrong ones to start week in and week out. So um, 
He's in a weak division, has the ability to clinch, and will be a playoff team, but he has to wait another week to uh, get closer to that goal as he uh, slid to to Koala Killers, which no one saw coming. The other side of that playoff clinching scenario for the Humpty involves the Boy King finding wins that he seemed to deserve in the first few weeks of the year. Fortunately for the Humps, Pumford and Sons came from behind on Monday night thanks to 30 points from Dak and ended up with a 25-point victory over the Boy King, and that's that's the end of Week 9. Moving into double-digit weeks here. And when we come back from the break, we have a feel-good Friday that expands outside of the league. The initials aren't KL, but it's an old college friend. I'm horny, baby. What you doing, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Shave that beaver. Shave that beaver. Hey, I'm in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Turf, how are you, man? Great. How are you guys doing? Good. We got Good, you. Um, I got I got BK here, and I got Billy Rankin, and uh, we're just recording our podcast. It's not recorded live, so we'll send it to. Um, we'll send you the um, link when you're when it's done so you can listen to it. Oh, I gotta hear my vocals, boys. <laughs> so, Turf, what the hell's up, man? It's been 10 years. Catch I us- don't know. You guys never write, never call. I mean, shit. Going to big, you know, going to the Final Four and shit. You guys don't want to go. <laughs> I, I mean, so, I mean, honestly, though, uh, let's get give yourself an introduction here because you know everyone in the league. I think you even met Brian's brother Andy um, when we were sweet mates with you. Oh, oh yeah, I know Andy. So oh, yeah. you you know everyone in the, the league. To break his fucking legs while he's skiing and shit. <laughs> you got such a good you memory, have a good man. Memory. Well so done. this is Turfy Howard, uh, Jeffrey H. Howard. We met him at uh, Michigan State, two thousand seven. Sweetmates with Jack. Yeah. What was your hey? What was your what was your roommate's name? John Allen. John. Allen. John Allen. He was a hundred uh, hurdler, right? Uh, he was triple jump, uh, Big Ten record holder, actually. Wow. Whoa. So really like to smoke weed and pop the pills, but we'll leave that aside. Hey, so so really though, catch us up. Like, what what are some big moments of the last ten years? What have you been up to? Wow. Drink some Coors Lights, but no, I just bought a house, bud. You did? (laughs) About a week ago, just bought a house, my first, you know, purchase of a house. That's awesome. Good for you, man. I've been living, kind of been floating around uh, since I left MSU, just been following the sports and 
you know, being me, you so, know how I am. So is the livestock how you make your living? No, uh, we did, well, I make, you know, some money off that, but we, uh, I mostly was into, uh, you know, I still did the turf grass stuff. So are you doing that still now? No, well, yeah, I guess I am. Uh, I work for the uh, municipality down here. And, uh, you know, I save the city every day. That's what I like to tell people. <laughs> but uh, I'm on, I do, like, uh, a lot of the landscaping and keep up with the turf. It's uh, probably, uh, it's the, like, the richest part of Indianapolis just north there. Oh, very nice. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, we get paid well, but. Turf, it's real good to hear your voice. It's BK. How are how how are things, man? Sounds like you got a lot going on. I do. I I got a lot going on. Good. But, yeah, hey. it's nice to talk to you guys. Yeah. Hey, I know it. It's hard to believe it's been ten years. I I have a very serious question for you. What the yeah. hell happened to Bill Rowe? I don't, honestly, I think he died. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> how would you? How can you oh, confirm that? What's that? How can you confirm that he's dead? Because uh, his house is empty, and I think they. So his house was always. By the way, I just popped a Shiner box. Old Texas beer, good stuff. <laughs> but uh, like his house always was like that old wood siding like that's really short not like the bigger stuff now yeah and um it's empty and i think i haven't been by there i'll go by there tomorrow and take like a video of me passing by i would love that sir please we'll put it on our league twitter yeah we we need to do that for for our need to be in this league first off (laughs) come on for our listeners that don't know Bill Rowe, give us like a 30-second eleva- elevator speech on who this man is and how we know him. Well, so me and my friends and probably you guys are probably going to go to hell, but he might go first. <laughs> Supposed ch- Chomo, um, like he was on the petty list. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but you could call him up and he would talk to you like you could ask him anything. And he would answer. And he had this very characteristic voice, like a cartoon voice. That, And he had these sayings, and he just would say, I'm horny, baby. <laughs> yeah, give us, give us like your best impersonation of him. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we'd be like, what you doing, Bill? He's like, I'm just sitting here watching TV, baby. And when you say, you say, Bill, you horny? He goes, oh, I'm horny, baby. Come on over. Take that beaver. <laughs> oh my god my my other question would be how the hell did you guys find out about him and how'd you get his number do you remember uh yeah so he lived <laughs> he actually so one of our buddies from high school actually lived like three houses down <laughs> and they were pretty bold and they were like hey man what's up and he you know still talked to him says well he's chomo it's <laughs> chomo short for child molester <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so turf. Does anyone else outside of us call you turf? Uh, no. They all call me H two. Oh. Because I'm Jeff Howard the second. Yeah. So, what? Do you remember how you got the nickname turf? 
Yeah, I do. I remember that night specifically. It was the first night we met. Yeah. Um, I also, so you guys were like, you want to play a drinking game? And I was like, nah, drinking's not a game. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you guys were like, it was to us. You are country. You sound funny. And I was like, yeah, you guys sound funny too. (laughs) And we're like, I think you guys were watching Ricky Bobby, the ballad of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights. Oh yeah, it was your first. Your first nickname was Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Then Hayden tried to call you. He's like, "Hey guys, let's call him Indy." Yep. And it was like pin drop yeah. silent. And everyone was like, "That's the dumbest nickname ever." Well, it had the racing theme, but like, so uh, I remember. So um, you called. So like, I was a turf major. So it was like turf, and then you're like your country. You kind of talk like Ricky Bobby, and then it was Turfy Bobby. <laughs> it was Turfy Bobby, yeah. Yeah, Turfy Bobby, and then I went to Turfy. The chicks called me Turfy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you use that nickname with you at the fraternity? No. They called me H2 or J-Dubs. J-Dubs. So, Turf, what's your best memory from college with, with the crew here you're talking to? Oh, boy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Burger. Yes. You're not shy, are you? I'm not shy at all, Turf. What do you got? Remember? Or no, it's BK. Oh, no. Was it, BK, was it UBK or Berg when you had to shit so bad you pulled oh, out the little pet? Thanks, dude. Yeah, that was yeah, BK. That was me. Thank you. Yeah, that was okay. But that was not the best, but it was funny. So. Yeah, you were sweet mates with us. Yeah, sorry about the smell. But so like the first weekend, well, I don't know. The red and green house was fun as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. So it's the little house too. Yeah, the little yeah. our little our little, little duplex with JH yeah. was really fun. Yeah, that was cool. I remember I fixed your guys' light because Berg put his hands through the fucking uh, fluorescent <laughs> light cover. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to break a thing or two. Turf. Man, I, I think our Halloween deals were the best. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Hey, uh, happy Halloween, and we just. You know, we had the best costumes and had a fucking great time. I mean... Turf, what's it going to take to get you come up to Traverse City for a weekend? Oh, not much at all. Let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to have you up. I'm serious. I, I've i been wondering about you boys. I Honestly. We, any weekend, you, I'd you, love it. You might be surprised, but uh, most of the guys you know now have kids, if not more than one. Yeah, I've, I've, I've kept tabs. Uh, <laughs> I'm the only single fucker around, apparently. What, yeah. yeah, what's going on with that in that department, Turf? Hey, I just got a new house. Put the revolving door out front, man. We're good to go. You're notching that bedpost. I think yeah. you're not. I think you're, you're not having any luck because you're not using the nickname Turf. Oh, I have luck. I didn't say I have luck. Oh, all right. Oh. What? Tell us, oh, tell us the most dirt. recent. What's that about? Tell us about your your most recent or one of your most memorable escapades. Let's get a little dirty. Well, I did go to this western bar. And there was an older broad and a younger broad, and uh, I was I'm a decent dancer. I mean, I don't know if you guys knew. Oh, I remember. But uh, yeah, I was like nobody was dancing with him it was during this rodeo which, i mean hard to believe right 
And uh, so I got him to go to the strip club with us because it was a uh, bachelor party. So they both went and ended up, I went home with the two. Didn't, I was trying for the, the menage, but... Did you get a menage? Did you get a menage? I was, I, was, I was at the point where they, they both locked eyes and were like, is this going to happen? Turk, did you get a menage? I did not. Damn it. Have you no. ever had one? No. I was so close, though. Like, they gave each other the look. They're like, yes or no. And the one's like, uh, you know, with her eyes. She's like, oh, was she out God. of you? or? Son of a bitch. So, yeah. Turk, what's your longest drought? Oh, eight months. Okay, all right. It was a rough year that year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn, that was pretty quick. Hey, dude, uh, biggest regret you've had um, since college or not in college? Not staying longer. What's that? Not staying not longer? Sta- not staying longer and utilizing my, you know how I am, my, my talents. Totally. Absolutely, you that's can, a good one, You man. can swing the stick like no other. Um biggest fear um not having a kid before i can actually still have one. Oh, okay um are we gonna name it h3 um so this might be weird but so already is it, it deals with our friends I've always loved the name Hayden. Oh. But I want to keep the H2 thing alive, so if it's Hayden Howard. Turfy Howard, baby. Turfy Howard. God, you're a good guy. You are just a good guy. You're a gem. But, so, like, my grandpa's name was Ray. This has actually been for a long time. Um, I believe you. I don't think you just thought of it. since college, like, when me and Bitchface were dating in college. um, Hayden Ray, so my my grandpa's name was Ray, so I want to do Hayden Ray Howard. Oh, it's that's perfect. It's got a good ring to it. Yeah, yeah. So if I can ever convince my future wife since I ever get one or knock somebody up, I'll work on that. But are you <laughs> Turf, I, I, any woman would be lucky to have you. A hundred percent. You're like a mix between the good parts of Andrew Fritz and the kindness of Phil Janice. Actually, that's a pretty good fit. I would agree. Hey, are you a Eric Church guy or a Luke Bryan guy? Eric Church. Oh, love Eric Church. Is there Luke anyone? Bryan sounds like Kermit the Frog. Is there anyone you take above Eric Church? You cut out. What's up? Is there anyone you take above Eric Church? Ooh, I take a lot above Eric Church. You do. Hit me with some names because I don't think there's many. Like, like single artists or. Groups. Either man, who do you got? Man, Logan Mize is pretty good. I don't know who he's, that is. He's a country artist. Uh, he's independent, which is why you haven't heard of him. Oh, okay. He's been approached by many top labels, but he stays independent. Yeah, I got a, I got a good music question, and this is serious. Rascal Flats or Tim McGraw? Like, let's be real. <laughs> Should be Rascal Flats or Lady Antebellum. <laughs> Dixie Chicks. I'm going uh, Tim McGraw, I guess. Okay. All right. Kill, fuck, Mary. You ready? Okay. Let's do it. Kill, fuck, Mary is me, BK, 
And who's the third league member you want to throw in there? Do that? You're gonna do me dirty like that? Me kill somebody? Well, who else? Who else do you know? What? Who would you say you know best after BK and I? Me, BK, and JH. Who you kill one, marry one, fuck one? That I know the most? No, no, no. So you? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Producer just was talking in my ear. I got a new one for you. Ready? Marry, fuck, kill. Katie. Becca. Katie Helms, Becca Ebling, Kelly Medaya. Kill, fuck, Mary, go. Oh, you know this one. Oh, do tell. Even though I I don't hate this person, but I'll do this. Mary so, Medaya. Katie, Kelly, and Becca? Yep. Yeah. Kelly's out. She's getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> Bill agrees. I mean, sorry. Okay. Oh, Bill, Bill's in there too. Oh yeah, he's producing yeah, yeah. right he's now. Producer, What's up, buddy? he's behind Bill, the mic. Bill, I got some business to talk with you about the golf world. I love it. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to, I'm ready to stomp you. <laughs> <laughs> How many strokes does he need to give you? Oh, probably ten. <laughs> I'd rather have you on my team, bud. Hey, I won the Spartan Livestock Open a few years ago. Love it. Turf, you got to finish this question. Who are you fucking? All right. Fuck Becca, Mary Katie. Oh, uh, interesting. Bad choice, but sure. <laughs> Turf, last parting parting words here before we let you go off the off air. Any any parting thoughts for us? Is this about fantasy or in general? Anything. Anything. Oh boy. Go green. Go white, go white, baby. Go white. We love you. Go green. Go wings. Let's go. <laughs> love you, Turf. Alright boys, have a good one. See Wow, it's so good to talk to Turfy Howard again. Lots of uh, ramblings, but Turf is going to Turf, and that was great. I have a good feeling in my soul after listening to him for a few minutes. He's just a kind guy. I really, we got to make that happen, I think. I'm wondering what percentage of the league will find that as entertaining as we did, and what <laughs> will think that it's like a fast-forward segment, but I think everyone knows Turf well enough. Like, that guy's genuine. Uh, it's unbelievable. Good guy. I would love to hang with him again. So we're going to go from... The purest of the pure to the smuttest of the smut. Let's dig into the gutter with story time with Uncle Dust. And we're getting a little bit into the Me Too movement here, boys. That's amazing. Hello. Uncle Dusty. Hello. It's Hello. Your, it's your time. How are you? Story oh, time. Ready? Is this Phil? <laughs> All right. Gather around, children. Take a seat. We're going to talk about getting frisky in the classroom. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, it's 20, uh, 2016, Friday morning, and a crazy girl barges into my office and says, Mr. Thornton, Abby, 
Gina and Tammy are showing all the, are saying they've got videos of me giving Brendan a hand job. <clears throat> I uh, changed the names just for further purposes here. Pseudonyms. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, well, one is there vi- is there video of this of this happening? No, it didn't happen. I wouldn't do that. He's gross. So I said, okay, I'll handle it. <clears throat> Called uh, called Brendan. I call him Brendan because he's just like Brendan Dassey for Naked <laughs> Murder fans out there. <laughs> That's why I call him Brendan. Brendan, wow. bring him in. He, he's not very bright. I said, hey, why am I hearing that there's videos of this going around? He's like, oh, I don't know. So then I bring the girls in, of course, and they're like, yeah, it happened. But I don't have video, and I'm not showing anyone, but it happened. So I said, okay, well, if I hear about this again... Uh, we're just going to confiscate phone and get the state police involved because my middle school football coach is a state police officer in the cyber crimes unit who handled these things for me. Usually nips it in the bud. Monday morning, I get through the weekend, Monday morning rolls around, and this girl walks back in and says, those girls showed everyone the video of me giving Brennan a handjob. I said, I thought that didn't happen. (laughs) She goes, well, he can't put my hand on his his junk. (laughs) I was like, so you're telling me that this actually happened and you didn't want it to happen, but he kept putting his hand, your hand on his stuff, essentially. Yeah. So I bring him in and he's like, no, no, it didn't happen. I go, well, I'm being told it isn't and that everyone's got the video. He's like, well, uh, it happened, but I didn't force myself on or anything like that. So I said you need to write a statement and boys, I'm going to read that statement to you right now. Give me one sec. (laughs) I love how committed he is to the female voices. And I love that he sarcastically said, I thought it didn't happen. (laughs) I love that. He still has the statement tucked away somewhere. in Google drive. This is, this is, this is gold. All right. So it says here, and I'm going to read it verbatim. I'll let you know when the first first sentence ends, by the way. <laughs> well, she started rubbing my leg during class, and when we started to watch the core for class, I thought I'd sit next to her and flirt back, and I'll be honest, it got out of hand, and she would, like, touch my private, and every time I'd stop her, then she would slide her hand back, uh, slide her hand back, so then I rubbed on the inside of her pants, but I never intentionally meant to do anything other than just poke her sides and then she let on and to be honest i should have stopped it that was the first sentence (laughs) second sentence it was dumb and i'll be honest again i just let it keep happening and i mean like i really should have stopped it but i was stupid and didn't and she never tried stopping it either like she she'd keep moving her hand up by my junk and i was nervous and didn't know what to do at the moment so I'd start rubbing her thigh, and then I slowly moved it to the outside of her pants by her private. And another thing, she never really even tugged my junk. She just got really close. It was a lot of pressure on me. Like, seriously, WTF. She just kept leading on, and I'd go along with it without thinking. And she says, I pulled away, and, and he put my hand back. Well, no, I would pull her hand back to hold her hand. And in all honesty, I did pull her hand back and put it on my thigh, but nowhere close to my junk. 
And I mean, <laughs> like, this all just got out of hand. And I shouldn't just let her tease me. So, that statement got handed over to the police. The boy was expelled, and the girl ran away. Whoa! <laughs> you got expelled for that? The fudge? You got uh, expelled? I not the part where she was 13 and he was eight, 17 or 18. Well, was there... Is it consensual? Yeah, what was going on? Was uh, it confirmed that she <laughs> tugged on the old shaft? Yep, he got the old... I mean, like he said... I didn't ever. Well, I didn't ever see the video. I let the police handle that. He claims that, uh, according to the letter, she never really tugged his junk. Um, I called the teacher and said, I "said What happened here?" He's like, "Well, they were all sitting on the back wall, and the lights were we're watching a we're watching a video on volcanoes called the core, the core of the the core of, the core of the Earth is volcanoes." So. Man, you get, I thought the core was like an R-rated movie or you something. You get expelled from Calcasca for winking at a girl wrong. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing they didn't have camera phones in prior to that. It's tough yeah, out in these uh, streets. I beat off in a class. I feel bad about I, I called him Brendan Dassey. Like, I was like, <laughs> trying to coach him up about exactly like how to handle this with the police. I'm like, well, you need to write a statement. I felt like I kind of pressured him into writing a statement that maybe wasn't hundred percent true. <laughs> oh my God. Like Brennan Dassey got pressured by the police because he just wanted to get back yeah. to take his test at four o'clock, even though he didn't realize he was being framed for murder. So you're like that Wisconsin oh, prosecutor, man. Damn. <laughs> That story time took a dark turn. Wow. See you, Dust. Bye. Bye. BK this week. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys Perfect. have any Me Too stories? I do. Oh, no. Do you, yeah. I don't know this one. I, or at least I don't think I know this uh, one. This one happened to me. New Year's Eve? No. Oh, okay. New Year's Eve. What I thought there was something with uh, in high school. This happened at Munson. At Munson? Yep, I was taken advantage of by a doctor. What? <laughs> Honest to God. What? He's still practicing today. Yeah, it's probably. He is? Um, He did not renew one of his licenses. I need to know more. Please tell me. So it was 2012. Uh, we were living in Hannah, Hannah House, okay. but you had moved out. So maybe 2012? No, so you were growing in, in the spring. In oh, the yeah. Spring. I, was a teacher, I was a teacher at uh, Central High School, and I hadn't gotten a physical in... Years, you know, you go your whole life without getting a physical. Yeah. And I had a lump on my in my armpit that sharp out. Yeah, I remember that. And it was like this huge lump, and they so they couldn't figure out what it was. It ended up being a cyst on my bicep that could be drained. Um, But so I I scheduled a physical, and I went to see this doctor at Munson. So per someone's recommendation, it's who my dad had saw seen and my grandpa. And this I dude, heard this. this dude I've is heard this. so okay. creepy. He is like really narrow rimmed glasses. He we'll call him PT. Those are his initials. Um, and um, probably middle aged, late forties. Okay. Really awkward guy. Sits me down for the physical. We start talking. Tells me to get butt naked. <laughs> and I hadn't gotten a physical in years. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm, com- I'm comfortable with my body. I'm sitting there butt ass naked while we are talking about. You're just sitting there. I'm, I, I literally, while he's in there, get butt naked in front of him. 
Because he says, like, well, to start the physical, I'm going to need you to get undressed. I'm like, okay. Like, I, I do turn your head and cough. Having a conversation naked. So then I get naked and I think we're going to do stuff. So then he's just like, no, you can have a seat. So then I'm sitting down naked on the end of the bed talking stuff. to him. <laughs> so I'm talking with him, but he's, like, asking me, like, do you have any known allergies? Like, do you, <laughs> like, and then he has me do height and weight. So I'm on the scale, but <laughs> see if you do stretches, lunges. So, so then, as I'm on as I'm on the scale, he does one of these. He looks me up and down. You have a really nice physique, and I'm like, Whoa. okay, this is the first hint of something getting a little weird. Then I sit back down, still naked. He's like, this. You want to know something really neat? I've now seen your grandfather, your dad, <laughs> and now you naked. I'm like, that's strike two. And then, <laughs> and then the dude would Something like... Something really neat? Like, I, I, I was probably butt naked for 40 minutes in that opera, in that room with him. Goodness just with him. Gracious. So I get back dressed. On we go. Probably a month or two later. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't think... I just thought that was par for the course for getting sure. a physical. A month or two later, I see him at the Civic Center when I'm swimming. And we're in the shower at the same time. Oh, Mr. Berger, funny running into you here. I see you're working on that physique of yours. I'm like so weirded out by that point. So I start telling my dad. I'm like, Dad, this is weird. I'm like, I didn't know that part of it. And then, then it comes full circle because I get a new doctor and he's awesome. And I go for my first physical and he's in the room and I start like taking my pants off. He's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, stop, stop. I'm like. I thought this was a physical. I'm like, dude, don't you do turn your head and cough? He's like, no, we haven't done that in like years. Like, dude, stay clothed. Wow. And I, that was where I was like, holy shit, I think I was like totally taken advantage of. Oh my God. Did you tell that new doctor the story? Yes. What did he say? What did he say? Oh, he goes, that is absolutely fucking disgusting. And the new guy's kind of like crude. He's like, no, like he was recommended by some yeah. friends in town. So he, it's, he's really cool. And he was like, dude, that's fucked up. Oh my God goodness wow. yeah have but you then, seen him since at the pool yep so i saw him this year when i was training for the half iron oh and he like tried to spark up conversation but it was really weird because he didn't renew one of his licenses after and i got like notice in the mail he was so creepy hmm yeah your, your dad still see him no 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 no, no, no. wow my mom's pissed about it too I told my mom I bet. What a, weird, what a weird one. I've seen you, your dad, and your grandfather. Oh, goodness. I just thought you got butt naked for those things. You guys didn't? Oh, I can't gosh. recall the last time. I've never gotten butt naked. I haven't had a physical in years. Oh, God, dude. Do you, have kinda, life, do you have life insurance? I think maybe got it last year. Two years ago. It kind of reminds me of when <laughs> that tub drained when you went. Oh, to that's a great massage. one. I can just imagine that. That was like when I was getting a massage, and then also that was when the woman told me to turn over my stomach. I said, "I'm gonna need a minute." It was that's, my first massage ever. That's really good. <laughs> first massage ever, Char. We got it for Christmas. <laughs> we got it for Christmas, so it was like uh, one half was a uh, like a, a clawfoot bathtub, and then one was the massage. And in the bathtub, it was like salts and stuff, and it was supposed to be really relaxing. Yeah. And you need to tell the rest. So of I got naked right away because Char and I. Th- I think we have the whole place. Turns out we didn't, but. <laughs> So it's like in this old home in Florida and the woman who owns it is a MILF. She's like in her early forties, uh, Eve, like an Argentinian type kind of darker skin. Oh, so nice. So Char goes for the massage first. The woman sets me up in the bathtub and I get naked in front of the helper and she's like, Whoa, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm getting in the bathtub. So she's explaining it to me. (laughs) 
She's like, you can de-rope once I leave the room. <laughs> Once I leave. Ready to rock. So then she fills this up with this salt or whatever, and I get in and I'm like ready to relax. I get the relaxing music, and so I'm in there for a half hour. Shar's getting the half hour massage, and literally 30 seconds after the door clicks and I'm ready to go, my foot hits the drain, and and this tub starts draining, and I am panicked. So I'm like, like flailing around feet and hands trying to block it and i spent the entire half an hour watching the water slowly go down and trying to plug it in different ways that by the time she knocked on the door to ask if i was ready i would look like a newborn i had like mud caked on my body and there was no water left in the toe did they come and check on you so i go go, all set all set so i like hurried out of there that is fucking amazing. I've heard that story before, and it still cracks. So me. good. And oh then we, and then I got that was my first massage ever, and it was literally a really erotic experience. And I felt like this woman and I could be like in the beginning of an erotic movie. And she was, she walked on my back. She was doing all the right things. She was, I think she was whispering to me, but I don't know. And then she asked me to turn over, and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna need, need I'm gonna need a minute. And she just laughed politely, like it had happened before, and gave me my time. That's a, what a amazing. What a professional. Yeah, she was pro. She was unwavered. BK, do you have a story? Uh, yeah, but maybe not as gosh, me- as memorable, but I can uh, dig one up. So we're talking hashtag me too. Yeah. Um, this would have been my junior year summer. So I don't know what year that would be. 2008, I believe. Um, had stayed on campus at Michigan State working maintenance best job i've ever had um sleeping in the dorms during the day going to wendy's for lunch and then playing euchre in the afternoon that was that's what consisted our days of work um so this happened to be a thursday night thirsty thursdays at the riv lug nuts games somehow make my way with uh a maintenance crew member of mine who happens to have one one eye Mm. (laughs) one lazy eye very nice guy not the most handsome gentleman I've ever seen. However, meet up with Becca and her friend Chelsea Franz <laughs> at, a, at a house party. I don't know how this ends up. Becca takes a liking to the one-eyed, lazy, lazy-eyed guy. Of and I'm course. stuck just being a good maintenance worker that I am, good buddy, tagging along. And Chelsea Franz is clearly too into me, but I just too play along. Me. I think at one point in the night I... Uh, dribble a couple of salt on her uh, boobs in the middle of the party and do a couple shots of tequila, which led to uh, Becca, Lazy Eye, myself, and her heading back to um, Becca's apartment where they made their way to... I think this was the end of the summer, so like they're packing up their stuff. Not a whole lot. Their boxes. There's a couch. There's a bed on the floor. Lazy Eye and Becca make, it, make their way to the bed. <laughs> I somehow make my way to Kelly Medea's bunk where I used to stuff uh, hot dogs and stuff during Notre Dame tailgates. Um, and things start rolling between Lazy Eye and Becca and then Chelsea Franz is trying to beach whale me up and um, rolls on top of me, over me. Up. And in the back of my head, I'm, I'm definitely drunk, but I'm also like, what, what am I doing right now? What's going on? How far did it go? It goes so far where she says... Um, do you want me to suck your dick? You said no. And I just, I think I fumbled and I, I like mumbled something and I just did like a, 
slow turnover. <laughs> just like kind of ended it at that moment. And oh. in hindsight, 10 years go by, I kind of wish I would have just foreseen what it was like. Yes. Poor, poor decision. Yeah. There was a lot Especially of heavy petting. The thing that really threw me, guys, was um, the the sheer amount of respiration that was going on. Not from my tummy or my armpits, uh, more so from... Perspiration, you mean? Respiration. Perspiration. Respiration. Well, sweating? Sweating respiring or breathing? Or breathing. Respiring and respiring. What's perspiring? <laughs> she was breathing fast. In breathing her heavy. Perspir. Yeah, perspiration. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. I got you. Um, I got you. So just a little bit too much. Heavy, heavy breathing. Heavy sweating. Not on my end. Kind of turned me off. It was just kind of like. Were you she sober? Was, she was like, no, no. I was, I was hammered. She wanted the boy king. <laughs> she did. And I was just like. Wow. And I, for some reason, shut her down, so... All right. That is incredible. Yeah. Goodness. Can't believe you shut her down. So, mine... (laughs) (laughs) What's your story, Billy? I don't think anybody knows this story. Oh, hell yeah. Including Pumford. It's not not too racy. It's not that racy, but he's going to die when he hears this. Okay. So... Do you remember the friend of Kristen's that was in love with her? Yes. So at their wedding, my dad was like, I think her name is Becky. She was trying to get... Yeah. So everybody had to dance with Becky, and we all surrounded her to keep her away from yes. Kristen. So one of the times that we were surrounding her on the dance floor... Did you grab her? No. Remember, this is me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> she... Like, you know when you're dancing with someone from behind, and they kind of like... They're like feeling it, and you're like into them. Your your ears are kind of like closed and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like somehow works my way into that position. I have other dudes in our league around me. She looks back, realizes it's me, and sticks her hand in my groomsman pants and like tries to work her way to the middle as we are like group dancing around her. And I had to I had to back away from the entire group. I was like, this is yeah, that true. This can't happen. True or false, is that the only time that you've backed away from an advancement? It's got to be one of the few, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's a good one. Comfort, I don't. he's going to die when he hears this. He has, I don't think he's ever known that story. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's so good. Uh, boys, I think that uh, takes us in. We have more segments to come. We've got two amazing ones already. We've already had a better, better cast than last week. I think 100%. so. hundred percent. We might not even get to the We might not even get preview. to football. Yeah. No, might not no. even get to football. Football? What football? Too fun. All right, back after the break. It's always fun catching up with Dusty, and it, it seems like, man, they're just expelling anything out there. So it's tough out there. It is tough, tough sledding, and uh, quite the story. I, I love hearing those things. Um, and I know we we talk a lot about non fantasy things, and it's always fun to kind of think and uh, imagine what things would be like if things were simpler. 
Simpler times. This takes us to our next segment, um, common jobs. We've all held common jobs from 14 years of age till our careers after college. Is there any time that you just sit back and think at your current job, current career, man, I'd much rather be doing something simpler. So I I have two that I think I would do. And I think one Ben might have in this list too. But the first one that I would say is that I wish I would have caddied somewhere like super exclusive because it could have been possible. And the people that you end up meeting through that, the connections you make are unbelievable. Um, You can make decent money. You end up having a lot of stories, just meeting really unique people. And then the other thing I think would be cool is kind of the idea that you and Ford have always come up with. And if that is that on your... Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So I'll let you go. Because I think no, no, it's, it's not it. on there? No, but okay. so I, I think <laughs> I think it'd be cool to... I mean, this isn't that common, but to like run some type of like restaurant, music-themed establishment. Sounds good. So for me, I, I kind of... You bring up a good point, Bill. I broke this into a couple different categories because I have a, a list of jobs that are like non-entrepreneurial that would just be like an hourly job that would be simple and you could leave. And then, you know, if I wasn't teaching or in education, something I'd want to do is figure out how to do some kind of like sustainable coffee house or roastery or something like that. Also, or I'd I'd make buddies because (laughs) we almost started a buddy company in the greenhouse basie with, uh, it's dub spelled backwards. So we did that. But for me, common jobs, like I'd like to be a mailman. You get to listen oh, to your oh, like you get to listen it. to your oh. own music like you put in your headphones and a downtown mailman you walk door to door like yeah. you just yeah. out there no one's like battle the elements that's all you got to worry about a dog runs after you but like yeah. you're one outdoors. of the most trustworthy people in any position hot yeah. respect that's a good one so I'd say mailman and then yeah, the other one that. for me was Cold Stone Creamery <laughs> oh fuck that <laughs> sing for birthdays and shit I would love to I don't have a singing voice but. It, I mean, they're you'd always be, so happy. You'd be man. amazing. They're right? always so happy. My hands would be too cold. Thanks for the tip. Would you like another scoop of praline? Seems you're perfect at it. <laughs> you would be. You'd you, be a good filling in the summer. Did you guys know Milk and Honey didn't serve to a gay couple? They didn't make a, like an ice cream cake for their... Did they shut up? Is that still running? Milk yeah. and Honey? Downtown. Yeah. So yeah. I won't go to Milk and Honey, and I, I absolutely won't go get my car fixed at Sonny's Auto Body Shop, because they're racist. Yeah, big time. Really? Yes, it's where Fritz works. You remember the end bomb of last year? At Poker Night? Poker oh, Night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. don't go there. Yeah, no Sonny's, for sure. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Me, BK? too. Um, <laughs> me, too. Hashtag <laughs> me, too. You know what? Sometimes, I, I, after a hard day's work, um, I will fantasize about sitting in a quiet office, plugging and chugging numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind a TPS report. <laughs> Stapling a stapler a and passing entry. my papers on to the next guy or gal. I'm, um, like the classic. I mean, I would. I would. Comes and I would. That fake browser. Yes. Yeah, I would go mad doing that. Um, but sometimes that would be just in the imagination. Like, wouldn't it be just so nice to check out at five? Punch your time card. No Slowly weekend. No time. holidays. You don't I'll take see you, Susie, on Monday, and yeah, no work home. Um, but I like the idea. I really like the mailman idea. Park that's Ranger a, kind of. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Those two were great. Park Ranger, Ranger might be a little stressful though. Like, yeah. like unknown situations could come your way. Yeah. Depending on 
your location of national be, park. That, those are fantastic. Wouldn't that be a nice idea? No, not, when we do segments like this, I'm most excited for what everyone's going to text tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I can't like, wait to hear what everybody says. Like what jobs they'd be into. So, ah, common jobs yeah, you'd common want. Common jobs are a good one. But, like, if you think about it up and down, our league has pretty stressful careers. We've got, you know, probably how many of us in education? At least half the league. A lot of people. We've got yeah. Bill in the medical field. Uh, Pat's job's pretty stressful. Mally's job is pretty stressful. So, I mean, I'm sure your brother's is. Yeah, like, is. I mean, I guess I comes with being stress comes with being successful so well this yeah. is that time of the podcast where we kind of branch off and mm-hmm. do other things mm-hmm. i have a couple things bringing us back to last week's segment with the uh, um pet peeves that we had oh uh-huh. yeah so andy one just incredible <laughs> that he screenshotted the stuff with port andy's got a lot of songs. i love that he kept up with that kept it just waiting in the wings like, <laughs> like if if port wins he never even see it uh-uh. but he just had the ammunition yep. i don't know why that reminded me of this but a couple things happened that i thought were funny that i just share so last week i i said the thing that annoys me the most by my wife is when she reorganizes but it's just like her yeah. putting stuff in different places mm-hmm. it's yep. not actually organization so this week jack woke up he never wakes up in the middle of the night really ever anymore he wakes up at like 9.30, screaming bloody murder, can't go down. I don't know where I was, but I was coming home from the grocery store. And she texts me, why can't I find a fucking pacifier anywhere? And I know that it's not Ray, because Ray has like six pacifiers in her room. It must be Jack. And I just texted back like, what is going on with Jack? What's the problem? She goes in, puts him down, picks him back up later because he kept crying. I ended up having to go in. The pacifier, of course, was in, like, our shit bowl that we keep. <laughs> Just, like, your random shit drawer yeah, or whatever yeah, it yeah. is. That she, of course, put them in there because that was organization. Never had to look, <laughs> never could find it. So she she uh, was suffering from her own uh, problems at that point. And then people like this. So Pumford's, like, biggest pet peeve ever is when... His wife doesn't change the toilet paper when he gets yeah. down at the end. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that yeah. last yep. week. So it's Halloween themed, and I thought it was so funny. He texts, I hope this comes through on the cast. He texts me, and he says, dude, my house is haunted. Like, we have to fucking move. And I thought, like, when he texted. <laughs> Did like, they just move there? He's being serious. I'm like, man, he's got baby cameras. Like, what is going on? And he texted me a picture of his toilet paper roll that had been refilled because he texted me two days before saying, like, oh, th- do you think this will actually get filled? And no, Kristen actually put it Oh, on that's the hilarious. So I thought that was great, and I know people text in the league chat, so I thought I'd throw that that's out That's hilarious. That is awesome. Berg, you have something else for us. Yeah, it's funny. You know, we we still have people coming up with what's good. So that was a hit segment. We had uh, pet peeves. Now we're going to move on to, like, guilty pleasures. Ooh. What are things that you really indulge in that is a little bit of a guilty pleasure? Ooh. Guilty pleasure. So are we talking, I mean, is it anything that satisfies you and that... (laughs) Who needs a definition for guilty pleasure? I'm just trying to think, like, is it food? Is it TV? You think. Any of that. Any any of that. that. Anything. Okay. All right. So (laughs) I'm going to get ridiculed by the person to my left here. Um... (laughs) We try to get Jack to eat anything at this point. He's super stubborn when he's at home. He eats perfectly at daycare, but will not eat at home. Uh-huh. And so he's more of a grazer than like a mealtime person. And we have everything in the house. And we've gone as far as like getting him Fruit Loops at times. 
Now, I'll have you know for the judgment I'm getting from my left, <laughs> Fruit Loops are better than Frosted Flakes, Cheerios, like a bunch of stuff in terms of sugar content. Oh, I guess I should think about a guy to my right, Mr. Sugar. Yeah, he's sugar. Mr. Sugar yeah. over here. Sugar um, kills. So Fruit Loops aren't that bad. And, <laughs> of course, when Jack has them there in the house, so, like, he's eating them, I'm eating them. Another thing, though, that's, like, obviously bad is sometimes we have Pop-Tarts and he will eat Pop-Tarts. And so, like, of course, like, sometimes When's the last the morning, Pop-Tart you have? This morning. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last pop tart you had? <laughs> right now, uh, no, I had a toaster strudel this morning. Is that the thing? No, doesn't count as a pop tart. That's though. not pop tart. That's okay. like Britney. Is that the one where it comes with its own shirt, uh, yes. packet? I love those oh, wait, things. Wait, 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 wait. So I thought it was like a homemade thing. They're like a no. warm strudel. You like put strawberry it in the, cream uh, oven cheese and strudel. It comes with the oh. cream packet you yeah, put like on little, top. Uh, the icing frosting. You've one. never had one? I don't. It's I don't dude, I so used to good. pound those as a kid. I, used... I thought you meant like a, like a homemade Britney made it. And like, no. I, was no. Like, That's I haven't had a Pop-Tart probably since college. Yeah. I can't even remember last time. That's legit. They're too cardboardy t- for me. No, a toaster strudel, all so, that's the jam. Okay, can we talk about this though? Like pop tarts are a thing. Do you toast them? Do you eat them? Toast. Normal? You gotta toast. Toast. Them. Okay, never do that. Um, but <laughs> oh, what? No, what savage are you? Unless it's a cinnamon one. Strawberry, you don't touch. It's all right. Didn't mean to do that. You, all, you, you said you only toast the <laughs> cinnamon. Only toast the cinnamon, yeah. Oh, I toast all of them. Except I always get pissed because this happened. I would toast the s'more one, bite into it over eagerly, burn my tongue. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh. So, <laughs> we saw, so Lou and I had the box out the other day, and this is the last we'll talk about Pop-Tarts. Um, there's a section like, oh, if it's frozen, this is what you What? Who freezes Pop-Tarts? Frozen, who freezes Pop-Tarts? So there's what, enough preservatives. What is your Pop-Tart ranking? Like, what flavors? Oh, it's strawberry, cinnamon, and everything else. Maybe, strawberry maybe and cinnamon? Blueberry. Maybe blueberry after. The combo? Is there a combo? No, no just strawberry, then cinnamon. And then cinnamon. Okay. And that, I, and I would never have to eat any other Pop-Tarts. You'd probably. say strawberry, then cinnamon? Big time. What do you say, BK? Um, I would, I would say the very similar. I, I would agree with the cinnamon. I'd put that first and then strawberry. Those are my two favorites. All right. Mm, I go brown sugar, cinnamon, s'mores. Oh, s'mores. Blueberry. I haven't I had a pop tart in 10 years. I like yeah, blueberry too, years. but the s'mores, I always just wish they You know what one that we got a lot that I wasn't crazy on, but learned to like was wild berry, wild delicious, pink frosting, turquoise frosting. Pop tarts were the jam growing up. I was right. never a huge fan. Uh, for me, yeah. some guys will come home, pop a beer. Some guys will pour a nice glass of whiskey. I know what you're going to say. I know. I will crack myself an eight ounce Coke and fucking enjoy myself. <laughs> that Do you is have one daily? To, um, not daily, but I, I would like to. Okay. Sometimes I run out of Cokes and just don't have one. But yeah, that, that soothes me. You like the small cans. Don't you? I like the small cans. 12 ounces is too much. Eight ounces. Eight ounces is all I need. That's what Britt said. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, uh, Coke for sure is just my guilty pleasure. I know it's sugary. I know it's unhealthy. Um, but that's certainly one that I would crack open after a long day and just take a, take a pop, so pop Miss, on the seat on the couch. I need to peel back the curtain on Mr. Sugar here then. I didn't know about the Coke thing. You do okay. Coke and you do toaster Which I respect. He also does Reese's Pieces. 
Halloween time, he, Brittany Fuck said yeah. he ate everyone in the bowl. That's hey, my favorite candy, too. When we get candy on the on the side of the couch, it's game over. Is your sugar thing like a do-as-I-say, not-as-I-do thing? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I know it's on the screen, or I know it's on like, Netflix. Bro, look at me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so you guys both went food. I'm going to play with a guilty pleasure, because I get probably rightfully pegged as a music snob. I've got a guilty pleasure musical band. Gross. Oh, who? That's a good one. Oh no! I, oh yeah. Good. I can get down to Imagine Dragons. You know we could put that in the pod, right? Yeah. I, was Radioactive, Radioactive. I, I really <laughs> is that Imagine Dragons? Yes. Okay, good. I can get down on Imagine Dragons, and I will probably just in the car by myself turn That's a on really good one. Turn on Radioactive and just blare it. <laughs> it pumps me up. That's a really good one. Wow. We got a lot of good segments that are going to get feedback this week. I love it. I love it. So, why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We got a couple more and then we'll preview week 10. I met her in a crowd. There she was. We caught each other looking round. It was enough. We talked till late that night. Walked her home, debating gun rights Put our differences aside Under the parking lots Two years soon passed She sent a picture from Spain On a stone street A seedling was growing in a stone drain Welcome back! We uh, have a lot of fun segments this uh, week around coming off of Guilty Pleasures. This one's also going to be a hot topic debate. Um, I can't wait to hear the league chatter. I'm going to explain this to you guys. I don't want to hear what you've got. Love it. So, if you could add one former player or alumni to the current roster of your desired team, Mm -hmm. who would it be? So, for an example... If I was thinking Michigan State basketball current team and I wanted to add like um, Shannon Brown. Sure. I needed a two guard. He's an <clears throat> alumni. So that's yeah. an example. So okay. form like a sports team current roster, who's an alumni or a former player you'd add? All right. Yeah. I mean I can kind of spitball here. I'm just thinking Detroit sports in general are aren't the best right now. Uh, one of the teams that growing up just I loved watching Nothing more than the Red Wings. Like, gosh, Stevie Y, we got McCarty, we got Fedorov, Lidstrom. I mean, the list is literally endless. Right now, I probably couldn't tell you more than three players on the team. I think we, one, we are going European. We're going soft. And the problem is we don't have a whole lot of goal scorers. The guy I would like to see back is, is a guy in white skates. Whoa! No, Nike no, swoosh. no! Give me the best skater I've ever seen in my life, Sergey Fedorov. Power forward. Put him wondering. out there. Put him on the ice. Get him scoring some damn goals for this team because yeah. it's embarrassing. Um, that's something I'd like to see. I mean, if I could add more, it'd be the Fab Five too. I just love seeing them on the ice. The Russian Five. Sorry, not Fab oh, Five. Jesus, sorry, I'm looking at Bill. Oh my thinking, God! Thinking Michigan. That's like wow. Um, but the Russian five, um, but yeah, Sergey Fedorov, give me give me some goals, 
Give me some. That's a good one. Right. Give me some life in the Red Wings. Was he ninety-one or twenty-one? Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Okay, so that's that yep. good. Okay. Who would you add, Bill? In what team? All right. Um, I know you probably got a couple. You can run us through the Michigan gamut, so we got easy. that covered. Uh, Michigan basketball. I think they need more presence at point guard, shooting guard. Uh, we'll see. They've got a couple injuries and big guys. Maybe when they come back healthy, they'll look okay. I think I'd add Trey Burke. Okay. I think he's a dominant pick and roll player, good in fast break, which is what they need transitioning to. Um, Michigan football, more than anything, this isn't going to be a big name. I think they need a defensive tackle to hold down the inside of the defense on the, in the trenches or a quarterback. Uh, I'd go with Glenn Steele or maybe Mo Hurst. Mo Hurst plays for the Ravens. Dominant D-tackle, awesome first step uh, getting off the line. And QB I kind of struggled with. Uh, I think... Not fitting the offense, you'd probably go, like, maybe Brady or... I even, like, Henny had a great arm, and he had good people around and didn't win a lot, but I think you'd probably have to go Brady. What about you? So it's interesting. You guys covered um, Red Wings. I don't know that anyone here will cover Pistons. Probably not. No. I mean... Bring back Ben Wallace. Bill Ambeer. Um, <laughs> I'll let Mally decide who's Pistons. So Mally, tell us who's Pistons. I'm gonna go Lions. Okay. Um, and there's a couple players I want I want to think about, but first one I'm gonna go. We've got big play Slay, even though he's kind of unhappy or whatever. Yeah. I want to pair him with Dre Bly. Ooh. Oh. Both flashy, you know, shut down corners. I I think that would be great. I another player I want to add, even though we only get one. I'm gonna add Corey Schlesinger. That bad. Oh, I love yeah. Corey Schlesinger in front of Those Barry. Yeah, yeah. That would be tight in front of whoever we were running. I thought would be really good. So those are my two there. I know I didn't get us a pass rusher. Sue could be an answer there. That's but a problem is like Robert Porsche. Yeah. Robert Porsche, give me that. Yeah. Give me Herman oh, Moore. I loved Herman Moore. Johnny Moore's gay. Johnny Moore is gay. Good for him. And we're okay with that. Yeah, we're fine. So. Barry. You guys Cole. didn't. You guys didn't Barry. touch Michigan State basketball. No. Um. I was thinking probably I mean, Gary Harris. Maybe a two guard with some range. We three point shooting would be our only downfall with Langford out. Yeah, yeah. we're good so with Bates right now. What would you say? Ella, give me Ella. What would you Anagania. say for Sparty football, grit, baby? Do you guys address? Offense? Who do you want? A- Anagania. <laughs> Aloysius. Aloysius oh <my> <laughs> Anagania. <laughs> what do you do with football? Do you address the offense or the defense? I mean, the defense. I think is, you defense know, is. Fine, I think offense for sure. I'm I mean, going Charles Rogers. I'm gonna say, give me Drew Stanton, baby. Charles Rogers. Like give someone. Me, give me. You go, Drew Stanton. Stanton. I mean, Kirk Cousins. Cousins, yeah. Yeah. Le'Veon. Give, give I, some offense. I think smart, we need man. we need some kind of offensive playmaker. Yeah. Someone. I, I would look, probably say Charles Rogers stretch the field a little bit. I don't. I don't know how this is gonna go. I was just gonna throw this out there because I thought it'd be funny. You say Matt would take the Pistons. Let's collectively each say a tiger, a tiger oh, and see who would get closest to what we actually need. All right, perfect. Curtis Granderson, baby. He's my tiger. <laughs> Centerfield. I'm going Verlander because I think Kate Upton has nice boobs. Yeah, fair. I was going to say uh, Prince Fielder because amazing oh, body issue. Yeah. How about Cecil? Give me Cecil, baby. <laughs> Cecil. Give me Cecil. Cecil's <laughs> respirating. Give him back. <laughs> He's respirating. <laughs> Unbelievable. All well, right. Boys, we only have a couple Perspire. more segments. When we come back, we're going to preview uh, week 10. Drawn up all my findings, and I warn you they are candid. My everyday begins 
fellow Cecil it is, and welcome back to uh, week 10, but the thing that I like and enjoy most about sometimes is looking back in the past, because my my present right now is not great as far as fantasy goes, and it's always fun to look back. Uh, this week in our history, 2014, always fun to kind of see what, what was going on and actually see the parallels and what's going on too now. Uh, Rovers, highest score with 169. Uh, Blitzkrieg Boppers. Who was that? I think it was Mallet. I think it was a Mallet play on uh, Jillian. Okay. (laughs) So that must have been when they first started dating or something. Um, So close matchup there, 169 to 166. Our division leaders at the time, uh, leaders were Rovers and Burn Boys at 7 3. Rovers (laughs) atop his division now, and Burn Boys bottom of the division so interesting there legend koala killers at seven and three and four or lateral at six and four crazy isn't it wow interesting the, the weird thing about when we go back is we just randomly pick a year and go with whatever happens yeah. in that week and this year is wild in terms of where we are now even though we switched to dynasty uh-huh. and things kind of reset it's still weird looking back at this it point. is it's kind of interesting our highest average points for were four lateral at a 139 so he was cooking that year. Um, he would actually go on, forward lateral would go on to beat the Burn Boys in the championship game in a low-scoring battle, 113-101. to 101. Uh, That playoff bracket, number one, was Burn Boys. Number two was Koala Killers, Rovers, three, forward lateral, uh, four, and Boy King, uh, five, with Buffalo Bergs uh, rounding that out with number six. Five of the six outside looking in for the playoffs this year. Pretty interesting. Maybe. Championship Portland might be... could still make it, but still... I mean, yeah. right now, sitting, sitting where we're looking right now. Hell it, yes, we can still make it. It's still possible. And then the championship might be the Toilet Bowl matchup um, for this year. Yeah, Burn Boys forward lateral. Could happen. Probably most likely. Bergs, what are you thinking about Week 10? Well, for Week 10, we got a couple, a couple guys that'll be really good at this. But when we look at the previews, when you're going through, I want you to just think about a comparable 90s athlete for that team. You know, it could be a random 90s athlete. It could be a superstar from our youth. But just someone that comes to mind when you're thinking about the team that we're going to preview. Love it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Lots of buys this week. So um, our first matchup is the Bergs versus Cloud9. And Bry, I want you to handle both of these. Bergs versus Cloud9, eh? Whew. We got some... This is huge. These are huge matchups. I think Bill is is going to make the playoffs regardless, right? Like, he's he's sitting pretty okay in his division. I know Lang's... I wish I, th- I had the confidence. That I think they're okay. Me. I think you're okay. But even if Lang, for some reason, makes his way and beats you in division, you're going to make a wild card. Maybe. It's, there's... We'll see. No doubt about that. This game is big for Ben, and I think the next couple of weeks for Ben is huge. Um, I know I've been running some scenarios in my head a little bit. Ben desperately needs to beat the Godfather. We play but he twice. also desperately needs to win now. Mm-hmm. So this makes this game really important um, for both teams, but a little bit more so for Buffalo Bergs. Um, I think, and I, I'm not, I'm off the cuff right now. I don't know who's on bye weeks. Technology shut down, so I'm just gonna go <laughs> what on. What happened? Battery's done, so I'm <laughs> gonna right. go on intuition Oracle's alone. Always better on it. It is so much better, anyways. Um, not even thinking of rosters off the top of my head. I, I, 
I know, and at least I think I know, that Adams is still out. He played last week. He did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oracle strikes again! How, how many points did he get? He got double digits. Okay. Yeah. Rodgers only had like a 60 yards going into the fourth quarter. Shows you how much I care about other teams. Cool. Did you start him? Yes. <laughs> this, awesome. This Did awesome. you win or lose? <laughs> I lost by a lot. Okay. Are you starting him again? Plan on it. Give me Buffalo Bergs. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. This is this is what I'm, I'm going with. Um, this is something that I think Bill's team is and can be a uh, 90s <laughs> player who's very good. Just hasn't won, and this I think kind of wraps things up in perfect fashion for his team. I don't know if this is a prediction. I still think he can win, but Charles Barkley for me. This is a guy who's who's always in it, who's always just athletically like a guy that you look at and you're like, really, how are you doing this? And he's still always there, always there. This is a team I think you've been hobbled by a couple of injuries. Kamara's been out, Adams sure. has been out. Yeah, apparently he played last week. Um, <laughs> But just has never reached the pinnacle. So I think you're you're more so Charles Barkley. Um, and actually, I think kind of both teams can be Charles Barkley. I, I do have one for Bergs. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, here. go ahead. So I thought of one for Bergs. I did not do one for myself. Okay. Uh, so hopefully you guys know this guy. And props to you if you can tell me his number. So I... I thought of Bergs as being Merton Hanks. Oh, um, my God. Back for the San Francisco. Best oh, touchdown yeah. dance in the yeah. league. So my thought was he's incredible when he's good. <laughs> he had amazing celebration. He's big and bold. Oh, I love Could that. Could either of you tell me his number? Dude, he had the neck celebration. No, I that can't. was the best one. Oh, his neck celebration was so good. Any guesses? He played for San Francisco. Don't look number. it up. Don't look it up. I'm not. They had to be in the 80s because... He's a cornerback. He's a quarterback. Corner. Uh, cornerback. Corner. Uh, 31. I don't know. Close. I don't know. 36. Oh, Murray Hanks is it's so hard. good. Ran- random little... That's such a good one. That's a, such a good one. All right, next matchup is Pelicans Godfather. This one's interesting because they're both 7-2. Godfather has a tough strength of schedule left. Um, he faces Bergs twice which Pelicans has swept the Berg. So Pelicans, are with a win here, are in the driver's seat for securing the division. Do you guys have any comparisons that come to mind? Oh, man. Because I have one for Godfather. I have one for both. Um, I think it's interesting looking at it. They both have... This might be a week. So here's my thought on the Godfather, and I think it plays in this week, too. So Godfather gets Nuke on the bye... He gets Jordan Howard on the bye. He gets Ertz on the bye. And I don't know, does OJ come back this week? Does he catch him just at the right time to play him, beat him? Um, So I actually have the Godfathers as Barry Sanders. Whoa. And the reason why I say that, he he hasn't had the highest points for, like we said. His all-play is improving, especially over the last few weeks. Recently, um, he's got that Lions connection, Kenny Galladay and Stafford. I think his season has been like he's been dodging people in the backfield and making something out of maybe what's not his best, but he could be truly elite. Just so why I had Barry Sanders there. Mm, love mm. that. I like Barry. You got anything BK or I was gonna say uh for the Godfather, I think he's he's Brett Favre. 
I think he's one that's just kind of a gunslinger, and and though he's not putting up huge numbers, he can win games. Um, so I would say Brett Favre. I think the Pelicans are an interesting team to me. Um, certainly one that I think can go all the way. Um, I think has the firepower and um, not necessarily the flash, but um, I guess it's more so the owner himself that just kind of makes me think of this 90s athlete. Um, But I'm going to (laughs) say he's a tough one. Michelle Kwan. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why I say Michelle Kwan is because you know about her. She's a talent. She wins, but that's all you know. <laughs> that's how I feel about Pelican. Sometimes I just don't know his motives, but he's somehow in the in the driver's seat all the time looking for that gold medal. So Michelle Kwan <laughs> Michelle for me. Michelle Kwan. Who do you have, Berg? Uh, it was interesting. For Godfather, I was going to say he's Luke Longley. Oh, Australian, power forward, on a winning team. Um, and I say that because somehow the Godfather is going to make his way into the playoffs and have success, but... He's often forgot about, you know, he's not, not carried by, you know, he's not a superstar, but he's going to be there. So Luke Longley. You'll hear okay. about that in a few weeks. Oh yeah. Screenshot it. Next matchup. BK, why don't you introduce this one? Next matchup takes us to, uh, two of the bottom feeders. I think boy King two and seven burn boys one and eight. Uh, not a whole lot riding on this more so for toilet bowl implications and draft picks. Um, who are you guys thinking has this week, and then who would you compare them to as far as 90s athletes go? Well, it's kind of crazy because you're 8-1 and one on the year against Burn Boys. The spread is negative 35.6 for you mm-hmm. in favor of you. But you're out Lindsey, Thompson, Sutton, McLaurin, Dorsett, and Fells. I don't know how much that impacts your starting lineup here. But going forward, all right, so this is kind of a weird one. For Boy King... I have you as Bruce Smith and D lineman, Buffalo Bills. The reason being, he went to four straight Super Bowls, but he couldn't win. And granted, you have the championships in your history, but that's more of like uh, comparing to your now season. You've played, you've had one of the highest points for, you've had one of the best all plays, but you just haven't picked up the win somehow. But yeah. Burn yeah. Boys, I have Eddie George. Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay, this is a, this is kind of a funny one. He was once great, one Super Bowl appearance, like we detailed earlier, and he married a woman in a music group <laughs> called Sisters with Voices. That stuck out to me. It kind of reminded me of Alex, sister with a voice. <laughs> <laughs> and like JT, he Eddie George campaigned for Obama in two thousand eight. Oh, oh, shit. That's good. I'm not even going to try on that one. That was really good. Really? Damn, that's good. All right. Well, I guess we, get, we have three more coming up after the break. And uh, we'll get back to it. Perfect.
to finish up week 10 here. I'm excited to see what 90s athletes we're going to come up with. Um, and our first matchup that we're getting into after the break is very lopsided. It's a Humpty Humps win against the uh, Hooligans. Mm. We all know how this is going to end, right, guys? 100%. Humpty Humps wins. The more fun part about this, or the most fun part about this, is talking about 90s athletes. I think I can take Phil on this one. Um, Phil's team, I know he's rebuilding, he's retooling, he's reworking. He's reloading all of his draft picks. Um, the thing with Phil is we just never know what's going to happen. And when I think of 90s athletes athletes that I never knew what to expect or what new hairstyle it could be or not, what new crazy thing could be said on the court, this person comes to mind. Dennis Rodman, man. I think Phil is Dennis Rodman. <laughs> He's so scared. The worm. The worm. And not the Dennis Rodman that's on the Pistons. The Dennis Rodman that's in the heyday of dating Carmen Electra. That's on the court um, one minute and off the court the next. Bull ring in the nose. Purple hair the next day. Who knows what's going to happen. Uh, Phil for certain for me is just is Dennis Rodman, man. Oh, Great well, player, yeah. but you just never know what's going to happen. I'm going uh, Mally and I'm going to stick baseball for Mally. Okay. I'm going Mally is Osborne Earl Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith was a shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals who could do a backflip. I was going to say, he could do a backflip. That's Flashy right. as hell. His nickname was The Wizard. And Ooh. like that, Mally's a wizard on the trade wire. He's oh. always going to make moves and, and make it happen. So he's Ozzy Smith. I love it. All right, let me take the next one, introducing it. Here we got Rovers versus Koala Killers. Rovers 5 and 4. They're coming against Koala Killers 3 and 6. Picked up a big win last week. Rovers are 7 and 2 on the year. But only one and two the last three weeks against the Claw Killers. The spread is currently negative twenty one point five for the Rovers. Perfect. And for the Rovers, for me, I'm I'm trying to stick with sports that these players liked. And for me, the Rovers is Sean Kemp. Oh because I like that. Has a little inkling for the drugs. (laughs) Is a powerful man who you don't want to cross, very opinionated. And Rovers represents all of that, you know, and at the end of the day is super talented. So I think that Sean Kemp perfectly embodies the Rovers. And this may be a dusty fact. I feel like Sean Kemp has a sex addiction. I thought he did. (laughs) Pretty sure he did. Um, So, okay. (laughs) All right. Sex addiction. Sean Kemp threw me all (laughs) off. A lot of sorts. Man, I love Sean Kemp, though. I really did. He was dumb. You seem like a Gary Payton guy. I NBA love like great Sean NBA Kemp. Jam the dude could throw down. Oh, loved it. Uh, for Koala Killers, he's quite an anomaly for me. I thought at some point he was in it. Other points, he's not in it. He wins last. He won last week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's not necessarily in it, and he's just kind of mediocre to me. Um but someone that, that's kind of in the backdrop, kind of in the news, in the news cycle, if you will. Um, and so comes to mind is, is just kind of like Patrick Ewing. <laughs> like, he's okay. We know he's okay. Just kind of is there. He's a name. And that's where I think Koala Killers is right now. Just a name. Uh, just a Hunter Henry touchdown here or there. Just a ho-hum. Just a name. How do you? F- I mean, he made the trade for Brady. How do you feel about the fact they 
Rovers doesn't have Wentz, White, or Jeffrey this week. I think it doesn't matter. I think he still wins. I just um, I know Hunter Henry has scored, and I don't know how many points I haven't checked recently, but um, I think even with the bye weeks, I, I think Pumphrey, or Porterfield sorry, um, can get it done. I still think so. Speaking of, that's our next matchup. Who wants to take us through it? Next matchup is the final matchup of the week is the Greenhouse I Never Knew, who is sitting at 7-2 and two versus Pumford and Sons. And I know a couple people here are rooting for Pumford and Sons. So do we have comparisons? I have I have one. Okay. Uh, so I have the, I'll take the Greenhouse this week. Um, so I had Michael Irvin for him. And the reason being, he played his entire career on the Dallas Cowboys. Doesn't make moves, doesn't get traded, similar to uh, our namesake for this one. Uh, he was a Super Bowl champ, like Lang. Mm. And I think, most interestingly, Michael Irvin is big, he's bold, he's loud. And I would say 2019, Lang found his voice coming at people not only yes, he in did. the league <clears throat> thread, coming at people in the sidebar FC. Yeah. Anywhere you have an opinion, if he has one too, you're going to hear it. And I love it. It's true. <laughs> um, for me, Pumford is Tim Biakabatuka. Oh. Love that name. Here's why. Because he was dominant in college. The kid was a great athlete, coming out of his shell, finding his own. And in the pros, has been less than stellar. Tim Biakabatuka never played more than 12 games for the Carolina Panthers. There was a lot of promise there, a lot of injury. Um, so I think I love the talent that Pumford has. Just hasn't put it together in the next level. So that's a great one. I've got an even better one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? Cecil? Cecil Shorts. Yeah, Cecil Shorts, right? He's a player. The third. Um, Penny Hardaway, guys. It's clear. <laughs> Why is that? Because he's kind of second fiddle to Koa. Oh. I feel like is Koa Shack? Yeah, <laughs> I think Pumford is uh, bouncing too many ideas, and in fact, uh, it's to the point too where he's residing to nothing in his career. Like Penny Hardaway just dropped to zero. Can you name what Penny Hardaway's doing right now today? Um, I believe the last time I saw on an E60 of some sort, he was like a, a basketball coach, like a some kind of. Maybe off team. I don't know if it was like D three, or even like a middle school coach. But it was some <laughs> bullshit like something that Pumford would be a, a part of. <laughs> He's a head coach for Memphis, and he had the number oh. one recruiting class in the country. Yeah, exactly. Some bullshit Pumford would be a part of. <laughs> All right, we need to come up with a Brent of the week. Oh my one. god, that's good. That's that so good. Time. Threat to the week is the northern Michigan weather right now because the podcast was an hour late. You know who's not the Brent of the week? All of us getting together tonight. No shit. We made it. persevered. <laughs> Who knows what BK and Lou talked about for the hour when we were trying to get home. And there wasn't, your car stuck at your work. We still, yeah, it's, I'm not even going to be able to drive tomorrow. It's so. just sitting there in the parking garage. God, wouldn't miss it for the world and this is one of our best guests to date. It was fun. Love it. Boys, call your moms. See you next week. down you got a lovely face we're going to your place and now you got your freak me out scream
Sit back, spot your so good, I'm 